Happy New Year to you too. It has been a great start to the year. How has your, yours been? It's been okay. It's been good. I took a break for like a few days, but I think I need more. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> or maybe you it's towards to the end rest, of the week. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> you have to rest. Yes. Hopefully by the end of the week you'll get some time to rest. But it feels like 2022's energy is off to a great start. Let's hope we can serve people with this so that they don't fall trapped into trends that aren't going to get them anywhere in this new year. Yes, definitely. We need that. That's why you are joining us and we are so uh, um, grateful that you are. And there's a lot of misinformation out there and untrustworthy opinions. So let's talk about in terms of what needs to be realistic timeframes when we have set out our goals in terms of what we want to do for our bodies. I think it's always really difficult to set time frames for our body. As a holistic, integrated nutrition health coach, I, I've noticed that if we try and force our body into a certain direction, it's like trying to push the wind into a bottle. It can be really difficult. And I think there has to be a level of honoring that sometimes the things that we created in our body and in the experience that we have in our body was created over a long period of time. It didn't just take one day or one week to get where we are right now with the experience we have in our body. So rather than focusing on the physical attributes, I want people to start imagining what the experience is that they're having. Do they have enough energy? Are they experiencing a lot of fatigue, a lot of pain, a lot of inflammation? And how can they go about changing the experience instead of looking at it like they want to change their body? Because that innately tells the body there's something wrong with you. You are bad. You are not doing what I want you to do. And our bodies listen to us. And our bodies are directly affected by every thought we think. So when our bodies feel empowered and safe by the thoughts we think, how we nourish them with food, water, movement, sunlight, nature, friends, happiness, joy, laughter, our bodies will start to find their balance. But forcing a body into a certain shape, size, or weight is never, never the solution. Okay, so there's different goals as well. I mean, we don't all want the same thing. Some of us really want to get ripped. Some of us just want to, you know, maybe lose two kilograms. And others can even think up of fasting. What would your advice be for the different types of things that we are looking for in terms of what we want in goal-wise? I would really say it always comes down to the experience. And I, I know it sounds so crazy, but if you want to lose that, say, 2K, Why do you want to lose those two kilograms? Because you want to have a different experience in your body. It might be feeling dull. It might be feeling a bit heavy. It might be feeling a bit um, lethargic. Like you just don't feel like yourself. Mm. And I want you to start focusing in on that because then you'll start thinking, what can I do to create a different experience? A body that might feel lighter might move more often. A body that feels lighter won't necessarily eat food that's going to make it feel inflamed and heavy. And that's going to start leading you to making better decisions without a lot of willpower and discipline and making it a bad experience for you as well. So in terms of different goals, I would really say look at things holistically. The food on your plate, And the amount of exercise you do is only one part of your health. Mm. 
So I want you to get clear. Is your goal about health, creating more health in your life, or is your goal just to have a physical change in your body? You have to get clear on that because people confuse the two. Mm -hmm. And then you need to form steps in your daily life, which consists of your habits, um, the strategy that you have, go and see a professional like a coach or a dietitian or a nutritionist to help you with a strategy. And then you need to start integrating it into the life you have right now. Because what people do with their goals is they usually just focus on the goal and the end point, but they don't realize that they're still living life and that they need to integrate the steps to reach that goal into the life that they have now. So say I want to have a bigger experience of health in regards to energy. I wake up in the morning and I'm tired. I never have energy. When it's like 3 in the afternoon, I'm already tired, and I want a snack or I want an energy drink or I want another cup of coffee, but I know it's not good for me. I don't have the energy to go and do an exercise or a workout or even just go out with friends and socialize so that I get that healthy aspect in my life. I just want to go home. (laughs) That is a big, big, big goal to set for yourself to create more energy. So you need to know what are the things that trip you up in your everyday life. Maybe it's how you go to bed, looking at a screen, going on TikTok just before you go to sleep. Doing those types of things are going to make you not sleep as well. So you're going to wake up a little bit more tired. Eating certain things at night drinking alcohol late at night, those types of things will affect how you sleep and affect your energy levels the next day. So understanding the experience that you want to have, the big experience, and working backwards from there is the best thing to do. So then you don't need to deprive yourself. You don't need to restrict yourself. You start changing your habits and your daily strategy to really get optimal results with your holistic health. What about fasting as a a form of weight loss? Would you advise that? No, not at all. Absolutely not. I love fasting for autophagy. So autophagy is when you kind of kill off the zombie cells that are in your body. The cells that aren't working that well, your body kills them off. But I think if you don't have a healthy relationship with food, if you aren't connected to your body, and if you have not work through that entire process, which many of us haven't. Fasting is not a great tool for you to use because it will take you back to that diet culture mentality. And using fasting as a key for weight loss can be dangerous in the long run because people will overdo it and it can lead to disordered eating patterns. So I'm not a fan of it in that regard. Fasting for spiritual or religious purposes, have been with us in most cultures all over the world. So there are definite benefits to fasting. But I want people to understand what is the motive. But if it comes to just wanting to lose weight quickly, I'm not for that because the weight you lose quickly is the weight you find quickly because none of us like to lose anything. And our subconscious mind knows that. And we're like, I don't want to lose anything. And it will go find that weight for you. I promise you that. It's like clockwork. You will find that weight back with some friends and you'll just feel like a failure. And then you'll get into a momentum cycle that won't make you the powerful person that you actually are. Uh, supplements, weight loss supplements and those shakes and certain things that we see, there's become a movement, maybe not just now, but maybe the past three, four years where weight loss is now coupled with uh, the shakes that are advertised and, and certain supplements that need to go with it. Your thoughts there? Oh, my goodness. 
I don't want to overreact <laughs> in public, but I am so against those things. I know, and it's not just the past couple of years. When I was a young girl, I grew up with a woman in my life drinking the funniest supplements and 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 liquids and, and shakes just to be slim and lose weight quickly and do all of those things. And the, the effect that it has on your body, on your endocrine system, on your filtration system, which is your kidneys and your liver, those types of things are directly affected by the ingredients in many of those supplements. And I don't even want to call them supplements. They are absolutely just diet-related shakes and things that people drink to rev up their metabolism in an unhealthy way and get results, but it's mostly water weight that they lose. And it really messes up their health in general. Oh, because supplements so are things like think. vitamins, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we'd rather yes. uh, and differentiate. Yeah. Mm. That can really help your body if you have a deficiency or if you'd like to have more energy, more clarity of mind, more a better function in some way in your body. Then those types of supplements are fantastic if you use them well. And that's why I always say get help. Get a professional to help you um, to just navigate that so that you don't waste your money. But those things are a waste of money. I believe the best thing that you can do if you want to go on that weight loss journey, if you want to feel lighter, more energized in your body, then go to the first part of the grocery store. You know when you get in mm-hmm. where the fruits and the veggies are and those healthy, vibrant, alive things just looking at you right there? That is the amazing part of the grocery store. Mm. Fruits, veggies, herbs, all of those smells and tastes and textures and colors. That's where you start. Then move your body, play, have more fun, go on hikes, go exercise, push yourself, try a new class. Those types of things aren't just good for your health um, of your body, but for your mental health as well. And then getting out into nature. We're part of nature. We need to get out into nature. Doing those things on a consistent basis, making it part of who you are and making it part of your daily life, you will not need those fads. You will not need those diet, drinks, shakes, etc., etc. We cut out on carbs and sugar when we talk about weight loss and, and the plans that we need to implement then. Uh, hopefully it becomes a lifetime thing. As we say, it must be a lifestyle change. Are carbs and sugar really that bad? No, they're not. <laughs> and I think, I'm so happy you I said always, that. <laughs> I always feel so bad for carbs because... I love carbs, and I think of carbs in regards to, like, even sweet potatoes and things like carrots and beets and apples and bananas, and those amazing things are also carbs, and most vegetables and fruits are carbs. And I think people miss that. And even pasta. Hey, I'm not going to leave my pasta. I'm going to have it whole grain, but I love pasta. I have it like once or twice a week. <laughs> and I think the most amazing thing that I, I think about when I hear the word carbs is brain function. Our brains love carbs and it makes us feel sharper and more energized and it's such a natural part of our diet and what our body needs to really function optimally. But I do think we need to look at the amount of processed sugar that we have. Mm. I created a course a while ago just about sugar addiction and how to break that unhealthy relationship that we had with sugar because I was addicted to sugar. But I was addicted to the hidden sugars. Mm. 
Mm. Not the sugars in a banana, not the sugars in an apple or in a sweet potato, but the sugar that was hidden in the bread that I thought was just bread, but it actually had a bunch of extra sugar in. And the sugar that was hidden in fruit juices and cool drinks and those types of things that kept me craving more and kept me in that cycle where, you know, you're like going through the cupboards and you feel like you have no self-control. You just want something sweet to eat. And I think that's what we need to look at. Carbohydrates, not the enemy. Absolutely not. Amazing brain function, energy for your body, clarity of mind, amazing fiber that usually comes with them. But refined processed sugar we can all have less of, and it's usually the hidden sugars. Okay, so know which sugars and carbs to avoid, but carbs and sugar generally are not the enemy. I would say processed sugar enemy, definitely. Okay. That's where I'm taking a stance. I cannot see that it's good, but you don't need to cut it out completely. You need to find your balance for your lifestyle and what you want to experience in your body. And I know it sounds a little um, strange to hear, but I think we need to go from the mindset of there is one way for all of us to eat and one way for all of us to live to taking a little bit more responsibility and saying, you know what, I want to have a certain experience in my body and I want to have a certain um, feeling that I create every day. Like an athlete will have a completely different diet than someone working in an office. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just for what they want to experience in life. Hmm. And food and diet is so connected to that, and it can give you a bigger experience of life. It really is that amazing. All right, let's please share your social media handles. It's at Melissa Lane Wellness. They can find me there. I'd love for everyone to connect. They can find my website there with all the links as well, melissalane.com. And let me know if you have any questions. I love to connect with people. It's social media for a reason. So I love to connect with the community. Awesome. Thanks again. And thanks for connecting with us this morning. Have a great Thursday. Thank you for having me. Have a lovely day. Thanks. Melissa Lane is Integrative Nutritional Coach discussing nutritional trends for 2022 with us here on Sound Awake. Here is uh, Desiree with Feel So High.